Hello everyone and welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Uh, I felt that the latest episode was a little bit too dark and if you haven't uh, listened to it, it's about uh, Varivikines and black metal and stuff like that. So I thought today that we would look on a thing that is a little bit lighter. And today we're looking at a movie production that have been named one of the most dangerous movies ever made. And I am talking about the movie Roar that released and got distributed in 1981. And this movie is famous for its use of big cats and animals during production. And I was thinking that before we explore all the... the dangers around this movie production and all the troubles it had. I'm gonna go over and have a rundown of the movie's uh, plot for you. In simple terms, this movie is about a family in Tanzania. It's Hank, he is the father, Madeline, the mother, and their children. Hank lives in a nature preserve in Tanzania. And he is gonna go to pick up his wife and children at the airport. But his friend Mativo comes by and tells him that a committee is going to come by his uh, compound where he lives with all the animals to uh, review his home and his work with the animals and the big cats for future grants. And this meeting does not go well, and some of um, the committee members want to uh, kill the big cats. And why does the committee members wants to want to kill the big cats? Well, the committee uh, actually leaves after being attacked by uh, a couple of tigers, and Hank tries to break up a fight between two lions. And he get he gets bit in the hand uh, because of this, and this lion fight is between a rogue lion called Torgar and the pride leader Robbie. So the committee leaves after getting attacked by tigers and Hank getting bitten. So um, when they leave, Hank and Mativo, they. Um, decide to they should now go to the airport so they jump in their boat and but i'm gonna go to the airport but two tigers jump in into the boat and this makes uh, mativo crash the boat against a log in the water so they have to um, swim to safety at the same time madeline and the kids arrive at the airport and when Hank fails to show up, they board a bus to the family home. And um, when they arrive, they fear that Hank has been killed. And they find themselves in a situation where they are essentially trapped in the house because of all the lions. And especially this lion, Torgar, he um, tries to, he stalks them pretty relentlessly and they actually flee up onto the second store of the house and 
tried to shut him out and they actually tried to shoot him at the lion but they do not succeed and uh, Hank and Mativo they manage to swim to safety and get to a village but they are still pursued by the tigers so they borrow a couple of bicycles and split up to make the tigers stop hunting them and Mativo he actually climbs a tree to make the tigers follow him so Hank can arrive safely at the airport and when he gets to the airport he finds out that the f- his family took the bus so he borrows a car from a guy called um, Leonard and on the way back he rescues Mativo from the tree and they drive to towards the ranch and on the way to the ranch one of the tires uh, goes flat because of the rocky terrain so in an act of heroism Hank starts running towards uh, the ranch and in a scene that is supposed to be heroic Mativo fights off the tigers with an umbrella uh, to help Hank to be able to uh, run away and get to the ranch and I'm gonna tell you now the scene where he fights off the tigers with an umbrella is it's hilarious Uh, it's not it's it's you realize that on the time where they shot it they must have sat there and and felt that this was great but it's it's not it's 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 hilarious it's one of those scenes that are that are um, so bad it's good it's going into that category anyway the family gets to the point at the ranch that they must escape so they try to escape on a boat but one of the elephants on the property drags the boat back up on the shore and destroys it so one of the kids uh, john tries to escape on a motorcycle but is chased by the pride of lions living at the property so he drives down into the lake and after actually escaping a second elephant the family arrives to a second house on the property where they can stay the night and waking up the next morning the house is surrounded by the pride alliance and they take this as a sign that the pride don't want to hurt him because if they wanted to hurt him they could have attacked him during the night but they didn't and on the other side of the coin one of the committee members Prentice wants to hunt down and kill Hank's lions and uh, not all the committee members are down with that idea but Prentice and another man called Rick decides uh, to hunt them down anyway uh, they kill a couple of lions but Torgar attacks them and kills them uh, both of them and uh, during the attack Hank actually arrives and he tries to intervene uh, but cannot save Prentice and Rick from Torger. and after this attack and uh, killing of the both uh, community members Torgar the lion goes back to the pride and challenges Robbie the pride leader and Robbie wins the fight and Torgar accepts that Robbie is the leader of the of the pride and Hank reunites with his family 
and Mativo also arrives as well. He escaped the tigers with his umbrella. And Hank actually tells Mativo to not tell anyone about the killed committee members. And the family decides to stay the week on the property. So, that is the movie in in summary. And, um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the production is... It's okay. And I mean, that is no Oscar movie, but it's it's entertainment. And when you watch this movie, there's a lot of scenes where you can you can see that this is for real and not a it's not a controlled situation. And I mean, working with animals on set is uh, tricky. And uh, you can see where they're just letting the camera roll and they're shooting a scene and they're hoping for for the best and uh, I mean uh, it's it's a pretty basic movie but one of the things I remember reacting to when it came to um, the movie is that the two committee members that started shooting lions and got killed by one it's it's just glossed over that they, they just go like no nah, don't don't mention it they they died don't tell the other community members and it's like but they are reviewing your property and your work so they're going to ask what happened to two of their members but you know it's uh, it's it's movies uh, and the script for this movie was started in 1970 by, by uh, Noel Marshall and if you find his name familiar he is actually one of the producers for the movie The Exorcist and he and his wife, Tippi Hedren, and her, if you uh, recall her name, she was the star from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. And they actually conceived the idea for the movie when they worked on another movie in Mozambique called Satan's Harvest. And that is a movie I have not seen. But uh, close to the movie of Satan's Harvest was an abandoned uh, plantation that was overpopulated by a pride of lions. And the locals talked about the lions being in danger because of poaching. So Noel and uh, Hedren, they had the idea for a movie about a lion's sanctuary. And they quickly came to the decision that it was easier to bring lions to themselves in America than working with wild lions in Africa. So the production was uh, decided to be in America. So they started by buying two lions from a zoo to keep in their home in Sherman Oaks. And the reason they did this was to make the whole family more comfortable with with, uh, the animals and big cats. However, this is at the time, or even now I think, in California, very illegal. You cannot keep lions as pets. And in 1972, the authorities found out of the animals and ordered the family to get uh, rid of them. So the couple then bought land in Soledad County in California in response to these demands so they could build a sanctuary for the animals. Because the law 
as I understand, I'm not a legal expert, but as I understand it, it's if you have a sanctuary, you can keep animals, but you can't keep an, keep them as pets. So the decision to build a compound and stages for the movie was taken here, and the couple took the decision to ba- make the compound so alike Tanzania as possible. And one of the things they did more than making the architecture look African as much as close to the plantation that they saw in Mozambique, they planted thousands of so-called cottonwood trees and bushes from Mozambique to make it look like the African country. And they even dammed up a river to create a lake on the property for the filming. And principal photography started in 1976 on the 1st of October. And the hope was that the film would not take more than six months. And in the end, after all, trouble around the shoot, filming wrapped up after five years. And um, even a couple of scenes were shot in post-production in Kenya. And the very famous opening shot is um, where Hank is racing a bull uh, giraffe on a uh, motorcycle that was shot in Kenya. That is the opening of the movie. And that is also one of those scenes that I don't know how that decision were made, but he's basically racing around the giraffe's legs. And I mean, this is a wild giraffe. So if it wanted to punch him off the motorcycle, it could have done it. But he... He did not get hurt in that shot, but now we're going to go into the troubles around the production. Uh, And I'm just going to share a couple of my thoughts so far. The fact that you have this idea to make a movie uh, to highlight endangered species, it's a good idea, I mean, but you must bring in people that know what they are doing and make it with safety in mind and this is something we're gonna get into soon but in the end of the day even the animals are from a zoo but they are still I mean enormous cats that will mess you up Um, I mean even if you think about it a normal house cat will scratch you up pretty good if it just wakes up wrong that day so I mean and if you're wondering, I am I'm I'm a dog person myself, so you know nothing against the cats, but I I prefer dogs. And the trouble began with the movie when the money started to dry up because of the numbers of animals that the couple acquired on the property. Just food per week was over four thousand dollars. And that sounds quite a lot, and it is, because they had over 150 animals on the property. And of these, 71 were lions, they had two elephants, 26 tigers, and uh, cougars, leopards, and a lot of different birds. So, we have a place with a lot of animals that have their own hierarchy even without human intervention. I mean, this is basically your own uh, food chain system that they're going to sort this out by themselves, but now you're here in the middle of it. But uh, So to offset the money problem, both Noel and 
Tipehedrin started selling off land and funds they had to fund this movie and even uh, memorabilia from famous movies so Tipehedrin uh, sold her fur coat giving to her, given to her by Alfred Hitchcock herself himself after the birds were wrapped so she sold that and I think Noel Marshall he sold some of the rights to um, the exorcist just to fund this project and during both pre-production and filming a lot of the seas plagued the animals because this was not the animals uh, regular environment and 14 animals ended up dying because of disease and illnesses and the crew was not spared either the film's tagline is actually quite true and the tagline on the movie is no animals were hurt during the making of this movie but over 70 crews were and uh, in total the official number of hurt in the crew is 70 of the 150 involved but later interviews with Noel Marshall had said that it more likely is up into 100 people that got hurt of the crew so I have made a little bit of a list of injuries on the set so first of all Noel Marshall he was bitten in the hand leg chest and face a total of 11 times and got both blood poisoning and gangrene because of this and he has said himself it took him several years to recover from his wounds just coming from this production uh, tippy Hedren got bitten down to her skull by one of the lions and she required stitches and her most severe accident was that she was thrown off one of the elephants and suffered a broken ankle uh, and this actually gave her gangrene in the ankle but she was spared of losing the foot the same elephant actually threw off another trainer uh, later and this trainer flew into a tree which resulted in a crushed shoulder and Hedron was also scratched by a leopard and required stitches and Hedron has herself um, talked about one particular scene where to make a cougar lick her face they smeared her face with honey so the cougar would lick her on the face and she has described this as the most dangerous scene in both the movie in her entire career because they had a trainer and he was approximately two meters a couple of feet from her but she did not feel safe because even if he would have reacted uh, the cougar would still bite half her face off before they could intervene and Melanie Griffith the couple's daughter was attacked and mauled by one of the lions and she required 55 stitches and facial reconstruction surgery and they actually at the time feared she would lose one of the one of her eyes um, in this attack but she did recover from it she quit the movie after that attack and her uh, one of her friends came in to film the rest of her scenes and if you google uh, some of the pictures from this uh, movie production there's actually um, 
a picture of Melanie Griffith jumping into um, a pool and one of the lion and uh, the male lions is trying to catch her as she is jumping and people in the production and people online have claimed that the la- the lion is just playing with her but I don't know uh, to me it looks like a enormous cat is trying to catch her to to eat her but you know I'm not a lion expert so Joel Marshall he got bit in the back of the head by a lion and this was so severe he required 56 stitches Jerry Marshall got bit in the leg and spent a month in the hospital and the movie's cinematographer John the Bont was actually scalped by one of the lions and required 220 stitches to put back the parts that were ripped off and to recover from it and one of the worst attacks were against the director called Don Cowper and he was attacked by the lion that was playing Torgar, the, the rogue lion in the movie and he was bitten in the throat and the jaw and the lion almost tore off one of his ears and in this attack he got multiple puncture wounds to his chest, scalp and thighs this required uh, an over a four hour surgery in the hospital to make him recover from it and it took him also several several years to um, recuperate from this attack and when the director Don Kaper was attacked that attack actually made over 20 members of the crew just to get up and quit that day they just left so not only were the attacks by animals a reality for the cast and the crew but um, the elements were also against this movie and I mean the list I just gave you is a small list of all the major attacks and and um, injuries for for uh, the cast and some of the crew but it was a lot of biting and scratching on the rest of the crews the handlers the movie producing staff and such alike so it, it was it was not a fun time and because of all this bad luck one of the rumors that started about the movie was because Noel Marshall had produced The Exorcist and that movie had a troubled production also uh, the curse continued with this movie so the curse from The Exorcist traveled to the set of Roar and the in the elements uh, thing was that because of heavy rains in I think it was 1978 um, beams and pipes from the nearby Allison County became flooded and they burst causing the compound to be um, flooded and actually four crew members had to be uh, rescued from the roof on one of the houses and because of the flood many of the animals escaped when fences and cages and everything got destroyed and in total 15 animals escaped after the flood and unfortunately three was uh, tracked down and shot by local police and wildlife personnel 
and one of the lions that was killed by the police was actually one of the lions playing Robbie, the pride uh, leader. So when a lion had to be brought in to fill this role, and um, a funny side note is that the lions playing Robbie and Thorgar is actually credited with uh, an acting props in uh, the credits for the movie and even some of the lions and animals actually has uh, writing edits because they made things like riding a skateboard and spontaneous stuff that according to Noel and Tippi Hedren they gave them writing credits for that so anyhow uh, because of the flood a total of three million dollars worth of damages was caused to the compound and to say that this movie went over budget is uh, not uh, a joke uh, because the first predictions was that the movie would land around three to four million dollars in budget but it ended up costing around 17 million dollars and when the movie pre premiered in 1981 they did not distribute this movie in North America so the premiere was in Sydney in uh, February 1981 and they only got a week worth of um, showing in uh, the United Kingdom and had small distributing contracts with um, Japan and the uh, rest of Europe like Germany and such so the movie did not gross more than around two million at the box office and after this catastrophe of a movie uh, Tippi Hedren founded the Shambhala Preserve in Soledad County to house the animals after the movie was done and she actually had um, financial support from Noel and John Marshall and I think they had around uh, 250 different animals uh, to protect and unfortunately Tippi Hedren and Noel Marshall they divorced in 1982 and um, the reason given for this was that they had grew quite distant from each other during filming and production and this movie as said before has been dubbed one of the most dangerous movies ever made according to both critics and cast and crew and me myself is an enormous uh, movie fan and um, when i was younger uh, me and a couple of friends had uh, in college we had something called bad movie nights where we watched uh, two to three bad movies uh, during one evening and drank some alcohol to to cope with the awful things on screen so this this is one of these movies where you can enjoy it with a couple of friends for what it is and when you watch it you can um, I, I mean you can almost feel the terror from the cast and crew during some of the scenes in this movie uh, the, the, the scene where um, Joel drives away on the motorcycle you can see that the lionesses hunting him in the movie they are just hunting him because they are quote curious but if you 
look at it when he's running away it's i mean if you ever seen a cat hunt something it's it's quite obvious that they are they are out to get him so you can really feel like this is this is five seconds from a catastrophe um and I mean, because of how they made this movie, it is a miracle that nobody died during filming and production. The plot are, and acting are not that good, but it's a it's a funny movie. If you can look past the sl- schlock of the effects and, and the like. And for example, the scene where they drive in a car with two tires in the backseat, that actually took seven weeks to shoot. Mostly because the Tigers required more training that was expected because they absolutely hated sitting in the car. And um, I'm not an expert on wild animals and I'm not gonna even try to be. But the fact that you try to shoot these types of scenes and this type of movie with untrained uh, people and untrained animals and uh, hope for a good outcome. I don't really see which planet you were even from to even come up with that idea. And of course they had some uh, trainers on, on the set and they had some of um, the animals going through animal training. But I mean, how much can really teach an elephant to, to do? Because the scene where the elephant brings up the boat and smashes it that was inspired by Noel Marshall's uh, seeing an elephant uh, stomping a car when he was in Tanzania so he wanted to recreate that and I mean cross your fingers and hope for the best when it comes to a scene like that because that can go really bad and even if as we talked before where they want to make a cougar lick Tipehedrin in the face the idea to just smear her with honey and just have the cougar lick her. I mean, if you have a small cat or a dog and it starts licking your fingers, I mean, eventually it's going to start biting you because it feels like you have maybe something to eat. So, yeah, that is the story of Roar, uh, one of the most dangerous movies ever made. And I hope you liked it. Please uh, check out our social media on Instagram and X. Give us a follow if you want to. And if you like what you hear, please share this episode with a friend. Anyway, I hope you have a great day and see you next time. Bye-bye.